0: Welcome to the Love of the Star Podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys Insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. That is your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broadus. He is now the co-host of the G Bag Nation, two to seven p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan. He is also the pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network, and he is the co-host of the Draft Show, where he will be bringing you three days of motivated, detailed. Wonderful coverage for DallasCowboys.com and simulcast on 105.3 The Fan. Brian Broaddus, how are you?
1: Doing great, Bobby. And yes, that is Bobby Belt, the voice you hear there. He is of Sean and RJ and Bobby, 5.30 to 10, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan. He's also the uh, Cowboy Insider for 105.3 The Fan. He is also the co-host of the draft show and will be with us. Those three days that he mentioned, and he also is soon to win an award for this podcast, "The Love of the Star." So, Robert, great to be with you. Happy
0: draft eve, sir. Boy, it's finally here, and while it's a, a very exciting time, uh I don't know about you, Brian. You're you're probably a little bit different than I am. I, th- I think you feel like you don't want it to end. Like this is the this is it, but you you, you kind of don't want it to end. I'm different in that. I'm so excited for it, but I'm also very excited about the idea of Sunday because this has been a marathon. It's been a, it, it has been an absolute marathon, and I'm, I'm ready to find out which players are here with the Cowboys and where they're going to go moving forward, how this team's going to look next year, and there are going to be some pretty big pieces here. Uh, but, but I bet you, you wish you could extend this thing out over the course of two months and just do, do the draft over two months and be able to, to do this for you know, the rest of your life. I've, I've always felt
1: like this, Bobby, that the NFL would be a great job if you didn't actually have to play games. Like, all you get to do is, like, you can evaluate and draft and put boards together and stuff like that. So, yeah, this, this has always been my favorite time of the year. I started back on this. Now, the Scouts have started on this for these teams all the way back to August, you know, when the season training camp. You know, out at camp, and then you start to do your various get your school calls ready. So, this has been a long journey for the scouts. And, but for myself and others who work on this draft, you know, my day of starting was December 1st, able to get through 210 players. Super, super excited to be working with 1053, the fan, and then DallasCowboys.com on this draft because, you know, we've been doing it now. The draft show has been 11, 12 years now. Some great uh, you know, personalities have been a part of it. Some of the best draft coverage, uh, you know, uh around when you look at the three days, the wall-to-wall stuff that we're able to do. So super excited. Yeah, I but I am I am too I'm with you, Bobby. There's to a point in time though where you do need to say, let's see which direction this thing is gonna go. And then it it kind of uh it's a it's a it's really satisfying in that way when it's when it's all said and done on that uh on that uh, Saturday afternoon when Mr. Irrelevant is selected.
0: Well, before we go into an extended mailbag uh, to finish up our final show before the first round of the NFL draft, because I'll be honest, uh, Brian and I both were looking at it and we're like, we don't know which angle to cut at this. We've we've dissected it from every angle we know how. So now we're just going to turn it over to you guys, let you guys tell us what remaining questions you have left, and we'll knock those out. But for this first segment, Daniel Jeremiah over at NFL Network just dropped his final mock draft uh, right as we were getting ready to record here. And so I thought it'd be interesting to kind of go down the list, see what he's got here in the first round, because Daniel's very plugged in. His last mock is usually pretty accurate, uh, can, you know, relative to the rest of, of the NFL draft community. I mean, nobody's super accurate because things just unpredictable things happen, but he, he's always got a really good sense on, on a few things. So I'm going to run down this list with you here, Brian, and we're going to take a look at who Daniel Jeremiah is projecting at a couple of different spots, including uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. But the number one overall pick is Bryce Young, quarterback Alabama to the Carolina Panthers. And he's got an interesting projection right out of the gate, Brian. He has C.J. Stroud going number two to the Houston Texans. And then... He has the Texans picking at 3. He has the Cardinals bailing out of that pick, going back to 12 and the Texans coming back up to get Will Anderson. How good do you think the Texans should feel if they come out of this draft and they get Will Anderson and CJ Stroud?
1: They they should feel really good about their situation there. And and then just if folks don't know Daniel Jeremiah by the way if you're New and you you don't he you mentioned the NFL he was a scout for uh for several teams a seven year veteran scout so he's lived this he's a lot like me in the way that he has a lot of connections he's a lot younger than me a lot of his guys are still in the league a lot of my guys have have become general managers and stuff like that and so they you know the gang of seven very helpful to me when we're doing these things but he's very well connected as you mentioned so yeah uh, there's you know the the thing that the thing that is interesting about Stroud being second overall pick is that Nick Cesario, the general manager in Houston must've got his way. The coaches there, uh, you know, when you, when you D'Amico Ryan's who's the head coach, a lot of the coaches he brought on the offensive side of the ball were from the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are a big S2 team, that testing, uh, testing team. And so they really do believe in that. And if you, you know, if the, the scores for Stroud, were not, you know, ideal. The scores that were leaked or whatever, if those were the actual scores or not, maybe it was something that was false. You know, maybe we'll find out. I know Stroud has come out and said, hey, listen, I don't have to apologize for anything. I'm all about playing football and all that. So, you know, if that's the case, Nick Cesario, maybe he wasn't a big S2 guy. Maybe he convinced his coaches, hey, we've got to have a quarterback. Stroud's the best option here, you know, even though that that S2 scores weren't as high Uh, from what we've seen and, you know, for other quarterbacks. So this would be a very interesting development if that's the case. I know John McClain, the retired writer from the Houston paper, who's long time connected with all the way back to the Oilers, now the Texans and all that. He's got Will Levis going second overall. So you got two quarterbacks, you know, now, but again, Daniel Jeremiah, very connected guy.
0: Well, and Lance Zerline, another guy in Houston, has uh, had Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech tied to them. So there's a lot of confusion about what's going to happen at the top. But that'd be yeah. incredible if the Texans moved up, had the number two and the number three pick. Number four, the Indianapolis Colts. Daniel Jeremiah has Will Levis. There you Go back Kentucky. The Seahawks at five. He has Jalen Carter from Georgia. And he says half of the league sources I talked to say Carter will be the pick for the Seahawks the other half has told me there is zero chance he'll go to the Seahawks at five. And so he doesn't know who to believe. And so he's just, he's going to say Seattle. Uh, I think
1: he's covering his bases there. I think he, I think he's just saying, you know, John Snyder, you know, John, John did a good job drafting, you know, last couple of years, my old intern from the Packers has done a really nice job up there, you know, with, and he's been there a long time and they, they kind of got things figured out. They move on from Russell Wilson, uh, they get this pick from the Broncos. It ends up being a top five pick. You can't ask for anything better to add a player uh, like a Jalen Carter. I know we had in the draft show mock draft today. Carter somehow with the warts and all that slid all the way down to us at at twenty six, and you know we were able to to have that opportunity to select him. But I, I will say that you know he he's he is hedging his bets a little bit here because I think fifty percent of the league kind of believes that you know there's some there's some really some issues with Jalen Carter there are some issues that you're going to have to deal with maturity issues you know is he always telling the truth or things you know what what what's going on with this particular player the tape is outstanding it's the other things that you have to get through in order to see the player get to the field that it could be a little bit of an issue.
0: Number six, the Lions take cornerback Devin Witherspoon first off the board before Porter or Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, number seven, the Raiders take Christian Gonzalez, the corner from Oregon. Number eight, the Atlanta Falcons take B. John Robinson from Texas. There's starting to be some smoke around Atlanta and B. John Robinson, and I do know they like him. Yeah, um, B. John, yeah, so B. John that's, that's an interesting one.
1: No, no, B. John Robinson, and then you're talking about. Uh, you know, you're talking about your Georgia, the Georgia defensive end. There are guys that I think are getting a lot at Nolan Smith are getting a lot of play there at that
0: Atlanta spot at eight. Number nine, the Bears take Tyree Wilson from Tech. Daniel Jeremiah notes Wilson could easily go second overall to the Texans. So yep. that is still in play, apparently. Number 10, the Eagles take Nolan Smith, edge rusher Georgia.
1: Yeah. I think that I think that's going to happen. That's Howie's mo. He's going to try and build through the lines, whether it's defensive line, offensive line. I, I thought there was a possibility that the Bijan Robinson that was getting a little bit of traction. I think Philadelphia, the fans, the media, they're kind of lining up trying to get Bijan Robinson there. But if in fact that he goes to Atlanta, there's some talk that maybe Howie was trying to get to Detroit spot to get ahead of of uh, Atlanta to maybe. To maybe make a a pick there with, if in, in fact that he was interested in, if if Nolan Smith uh, was going to maybe go to Atlanta.
0: Number eleven, the Titans take the first receiver off the board. Any guesses?
1: I'm going to say the Titans probably went with
0: Jordan Addison. Daniel Jeremiah has Zay Flowers going number eleven. Wow, here we go. Boston College. There you go. Uh, did get an invite to the to the draft, one a 17 to get it. That's usually an indication from the league. That I think you're going in the first round. Uh, flowers. Good 12, for him. the Cardinals who traded back with the Texans, take Paris Johnson, tackle from Ohio State. There's been some smoke around that connection. Uh number 13, the new owner of the number 13 pick, the Green Bay Packers. Select Dalton Kincaid, tight end Utah.
1: Okay. Now uh, let me Thoughts on I, that pick? Yeah, I'll give you some thoughts on that because I kind of feel like that Green Bay is in a situation where – let me pull up my notes if I can real quick. I apologize. I'm not as uh, as prepared as I need to be. You're I good. I should have had my notes rocking and ready to go. Okay, with the Packers, I think with the Packers, you're kind of in a situation looking at edges, looking at offensive tackles, tight ends, and wide receivers. I – I'm getting. I was getting a really, really strong vibe that uh, Broderick Jones, tackle, Georgia. Keep that one in mind at 13, because they're thinking about with David Bakhtiari moving on for him after this season. They feel like they could play Broderick Jones at guard and then shift him out to offensive tackle. So there's some questions. I, I believe the other tackle there. Uh, is uh on a on a tender on a tender number uh, as well. So they're they're maybe thinking about doing this this offensive line thing now instead of down the road.
0: Next pick New England Patriots select Lucas Van Ness Edge from Iowa that would be a fake pen throw for you. You're not a big fan of Lucas Van Ness. Uh, uh, you know
1: what I and, I, and I'll admit it. I will admit it. If, you know, I like the player. Don't get me wrong. I like the player. I just don't see a top 10 player. And, and I, I'm sorry. I just don't. And I, I think there were uh, some teams I was talking to. One of the guys said, Hey man, you're, you're not wrong about him, but there's plenty of other really good scouts that have him as a top 10, top 13 player. And if he's that the if he's the case if that's the case I'll always admit that I, I I messed him up but I don't hate the player I just I don't see a top 10 player that's it
0: uh Jets at 15 select Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern that would be a little bit of a slide there.
1: Gosh, um, what I mean, you get Rogers and Peter Skoronsky in a in a in one draft. How about that, Man, Yeah, and that.
0: you we we know uh, pressure up the middle, keeping Rogers in that well. Yeah. So get you Peter Skaronsky, uh tighten things up there. Number sixteen, the Commanders take Emmanuel Forbes, corner from Mississippi State. Mm. Smoke around that connection lately. Uh, Seventeen, the Steelers Broderick Jones, offensive tackle Georgia, who you just talked about potentially yeah. with Green, Green Bay.
1: Bay. Green Bay, yeah.
0: Number 18, the Lions select Kalijah Cansey, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. Number 19, the Buccaneers take wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. Number 20, the Seahawks take Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. It's a little bit of a slide, isn't it? That'd be surprising if Richardson got all the way down to 20.
1: It's a perfect pick for them. I know that people have kind of talked about that. Uh, you know where would Richardson go there? Maybe they thought about he would go to the Raiders. I think if if Al Davis was still alive in running the draft for the Raiders that Richardson wouldn't get past seven. that's an Al Davis kind of looking guy right there a little bit mystery about the player, good athlete, tough, big, you know, kind of fits the profile. So but for him to get to to get down the board to the Seahawks, I think John Snyder would be super happy about that.
0: Two teams that there are, uh, I, I would feel pretty good about uh, DJ's projections on these guys. Uh, number twenty-one, the Los Angeles Chargers select does, Michael yeah. Mayor, Notre Dame tight end.
1: Michael Mayer goes to okay, and, and DJ is the uh, color commentator, right? Him and uh, yes. Matt Money, him and Matt Money Smith are the two. Uh, yes, uh, the, the, so yeah, okay, so so Mayer's off the board. Now, it's, yeah, Maris, Maris off the
0: board? Kincaid went to the Packers at 13. Okay. Next team that DJ uh, again, some connections to. Pick 22, the Ravens take Deontay Banks, corner Maryland. Good pick. Really good pick.
1: There's some questions about him, though, uh, taking from the board to the field. But, man, you watch him play. The kid is is a nice player.
0: You, sur- you surprised that he would go ahead of Joey Porter, Jr.?
1: I'm kind of hoping that Joey Porter Jr. gets down to the Cowboys. I really do.
0: Let's see. Let's see. Number 23, the Vikings select Jordan Addison, receiver USC. Uh, I know Dane Brugler's compared his footwork, his route running, similar to Stephon Diggs, a guy that the Vikings clearly liked uh, in the past, so that wouldn't be a bad connection. Number 24, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Joey Porter Jr., cornerback from Penn State. Okay, Uh, let me read
1: you. You know me. I've got some connections in Jacksonville. I've got yeah. I've got some I've got some connections in Jacksonville. I I didn't uh I didn't want to sit there and tell you uh I'm not gonna sit there. I, I couldn't get him to tell me the players, but here here's here's Jacksonville's needs. Corner makes a lot of sense. Outside linebacker, tackle, guard, tight end, inside pass rusher. So corner, outside linebacker, tackle, guard. So they're looking. So if Joey Porter was there. That would be that makes a lot of sense for the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Number 25, New York Giants select Brian Branch, defensive back, Alabama.
1: Okay. I, I think, was I on think, I was on the Giants, uh, the Giants podcast one day, and they were talking about wide receivers and they were talking about cornerbacks. Cornerbacks is what they were talking about. So Branch, and that's a team that has a history of drafting receivers high. So sure, let's go for it.
0: Well, Branch would be defensive back, not a receiver. No, but, no, but, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I meant safeties. I meant they
0: have a history of yeah, 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 yeah. Safeties. I'm yes, sorry. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. So Branch, corner safety, depending on how you view them, just in general, yeah. a versatile piece. Yeah. So it comes to the Cowboys at pick 26. Again, I think DJ has some decent connections here in Dallas, uh, and he is projecting Oregon State tight end Luke Musgrave with. Darnell Wright from Tennessee on the board.
1: I'll tell you what I would take Darnell Wright all day, but you know you have to. Have I, would, to. I would. be surprised.
0: I would be surprised if they picked Musgrave over Wright.
1: I, I would be shocked. I would be shocked concerning that. But you know what? I I had a guy. I had a guy tell me yesterday, or actually today. I was driving around, and I'm not going to name the guy. Guy told me today. He goes, "I'm going to tell you." who the Dallas Cowboys are going to take, but I'm going to tell you who I think they're going to take at 6.30 the day of the draft. So when the draft oh. starts, he's going to make me wait till 6.30, and then he's going to send me the text who I think the Cowboys are going to draft. So,
0: is, it, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it somebody who you it, – Oh, I respect this guy. I respect them. this guy. I respect this guy. I respect guy. All right. This guy like- all right. This, that, so, that'll be good. Then you, you'll need to tune into DallasCowboys.com and uh one oh five three fan simulcast so that you can start yeah. hearing that Brian's mysteriously dropping at six thirty all of a sudden. But Luke Musgrave, that would be a surprise. I would love it. I've told you I know you I, I, would.
1: That
0: I've told you for a while I think they do like Musgrave. They I don't like know that they too. I don't know that they would I really don't know that they'd take him over Darnell Wright. but I wouldn't hate the pick. I do like Luke Musgrave a lot.
1: I tell you what, if they did take that, okay, Wright would be my nineteenth player, and I think I had Musgrave at thirty-one. So, yes. so I'm I'm kind of right there. Let me make sure that I I don't want to I don't want to lie to everybody. You know, I've already I, I'm trying not to lie here. Let me see what we got here. Uh, can't get my thing to. To do what I want to do. I mean, why is that? Why, why do I, when I need technology to work, technology doesn't work for me? All right, here we go. Yeah, I let, me don't see, know. let me see. Let me see. Yeah, Luke, Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. Okay, here we go. Broadus 31, Brugler 29. Dan, this is surprising. Daniel Jeremiah 38.
0: Do you think so? Does he know something?
1: Not, he might know something. He might know something. Because you look at okay, I took my two, I took my two ten, and I you know, and I ranked them. I put my two ten in order, and then I went ahead and put Dame Brugler's list next to mine. I took three hundred, his three hundred, and I filled it in, and I took Daniel Jeremiah's one fifty, and I filled it in. 31 29. 38. That doesn't seem like a guy that's just trying to kind of follow Lance Zerline.
0: Lance Zerline, a guy that I think is uh, really good too. Lance Zerline had Musgrave as the number one tight end and number 13 overall. I've got Musgrave at 15. I like Musgrave a lot. I, I would be thrilled with it, but I'd be stunned if they if they went that direction. But it feels like maybe... Happy when
1: you saw that? How, maybe, maybe happy, were you, how
0: happy were you?
1: How happy were you? You were so... You're like giddy right now. You're like like a I'd, little, love little,
0: little. I'd love he, it. I'd love gonna, I'd the, it. I'd love be thrilled.
1: The health, everything going to be good. You sure me the health? He's a he's a really good player. He is, but man, I and, and like you say, you're picking at 26. Uh, he, he, I got him at 31. I shouldn't have a problem with it. I only have a problem with it. I only and maybe this is what this guy's going to tell me tomorrow that they're going to take Luke Musgrave. Maybe that's <laughs> what's going to happen. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if Wright was on the board and it was Wright and Musgrave, and as much as they can use a big time left guard potentially, man, I I would that would be hard for me. I'd like, you know, I'm I'm gonna be out about the pick, but man, that would be hard for me. It really Look, if you're be.
0: if you were gonna ask me like who's most likely to be a, a or like who has the best chance, uh, the, you, the would seal- even, you would even take okay, you would even take. Al- I will. I love Musgrave. I just. I don't know. You don't you I, have.
1: I, you, you don't have right. You don't have right over Musgrave. Is what you're telling me right now.
0: Yeah, I have Musgrave higher. Okay,
1: then, then it makes sense. It makes absolute sense. It makes absolute sense what you're talking about. I, I do have Kincaid.
0: You. I do have Kincaid one above. Kincaid's fourteen. Musgrave's fifteen. Oh, you! But coward. Kincaid's not there in this scenario.
1: You coward. You couldn't I,
0: no, separate the two. Here. Hmm. You couldn't separate the two. No, they're right next to each other. They're they're. they're I mean, I'd be fine. What are we fine. doing over there? Okay, how about a little separation between those two guys? Why do I have? Why can't I have two guys at the same position back to back? I put one above the other. It's just barely. Coward. I'm no, no. All right, now real quick before we finish up the segment, just for the the interest, I'll run through the remaining picks in the first round. Yeah. Quinton Johnson, 27 to the Bills. Who was that, Quinton uh, Johnson? Yeah, Quinton Johnson, 27 to the Bills, receiver from TCU. 28 to the Bengals, Keanu Benton, defensive tackle, Wisconsin. My guy, 50 on my board. Talked about him
1: today on the draft show. Got a good question about him and a linebacker, right? That was a good question. Whoever, whoever yeah, asked that question. It was a, question. Would Dan Henley. Dan Henley uh, or, or, or Benton. Yeah, or the Texas Coburn, right? Coburn? Yeah,
0: yeah, because it was it was Henley and a defensive tackle in the fourth, or Benton and uh whatever. I don't remember which linebacker Williams, Williams from Tulane. Yeah. 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 And so basically it just came down to did you like he- Benton or Henley more? Um I love Miles Henley. Murphy from Clemson goes twenty nine to the Saints. Jameer Gibbs thirty to the Eagles. I know you would not love Jameer Gibbs with the Eagles. That would uh that would be tough. And then Great pick bit. thirty-one, Darnell Wright to the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: That's my, my, my guy, Andy Reid, just keeps knocking it out of the park. That's why he picks last in every in every in every draft because he figures it out. I would have, I tell you what, I I am a fan of Musgrave, but if but if see if Andy took him at thirty-one, you know what I would say, Bobby, I'd go. That's why they're the Super Bowl champs. That's why they're beating everybody. That's why you know I'd be I'd be yelling at the I'd be yeah. pointing I'd be might do my Carl Loftus voice and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I'm Carl Loftus. That's what you'd be doing. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to uh, you're listening to Love of the Star. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> the Love of the Stars an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.